Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, I'd love to hear your views on this, on religion being phased out of schools. It's something that has gathered a lot of momentum over the last few months. More and more young families across Cork are choosing to opt out, as they say, of their children's religious education. So, is there a place for religion in our schools anymore? And what about homework? President Michael D. Higgins recently called for homework to be banned in schools. I wish he had been around when I was in school. What are your thoughts? You can phone us on 0818 96 96 96 or you can text or WhatsApp 083 396 96 96. Joy is on the line. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And uh, the weather showed up nicely for us this morning as well. It did. It's the first morning I haven't worn a jacket dropping the kids off to school frozen. Yeah. So I'm quite happy with that. Oh, very much. So you're, you're a fan of uh, 1st of February being the start of spring, yeah? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Absolutely. Now, you're, you're a mom of two children. And, That's right. Uh, you lived in New Zealand and America. And when returning to Ireland, you decided to opt out of religion classes for the two young children. Why was that? So, for us, we we had no choice. We kind of came back, um, I suppose, where we came back in June 21 and um, I was uh, wasn't planning on staying, ended up staying. So, it was kind of a very last minute decision getting the kids into the school they were in, which is a Catholic school. Now, it happened to be the same school that I was in um, uh, when I was small. So I know the school, I love the school, I love the teachers, so I just want to say that straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason we opted out was because um, my youngest, um, well, she had never, she hadn't even started, she, she was only about four, five when we came back, so she was just starting, and my oldest um, is eight, so he, he, he had never done religion in school in New Zealand or in the States, so they don't have religion in schools over there, it's multicultural society. They're kind of ahead of the game as far as I'm concerned, to be honest. I think Ireland, um, I don't think there is as many people practicing religion um, in Ireland now than there was, let's say, 30 years ago. Um, and there's definitely not as many Catholics um, in Ireland now. And <clears throat> the schools, unfortunately, there's just not very many options. Um, we there is an educate together in the area that we live, but they had a waiting list for about five years. Like there was just no way we were getting in there, mm-hmm. and so we were left with the school that I went to, um, which is a Catholic school. And I kind of was comfortable sending them there, but only if we opted out of the religion class. Now it was a very difficult decision because 
um, you know, you don't want your kid to be the only one who's not who's different, right? No yeah. parent wants their child to be the one that's different for any reason. Um, and it kind of felt like I was making a decision on their behalf um, that at first felt like a bit scary and all, are they going to be kind of singled out? My son was the only one in his class who was not doing religion. Um, and my daughter, when she started, there's three of them now not doing religion. Um, I'm not a religious person. I'm not Catholic. I don't, uh, even though I was reared that way, I don't, never practiced. You know, I did my confirmation, my communion, all of that kind of stuff. But um, to be honest, I just, my belief is that, and I've met very religious people in my life, and they're very committed to their religion. Um, my belief is that in Irish schools, if we made it so that you had to opt in rather than opting out, um, I think that there would be a lot of kids who wouldn't take on religion. So, for example, if the school had religious classes on a Saturday or if they had religious classes for an hour after school or for half an hour after school, I don't think, I think the parents that wanted to opt in would opt in and the parents that um, uh, were, you know, kind of like me, you know, a lot of my generation, kids aren't um, being taught religion at home. It's not being reinforced at home. They're not going to mass every Sunday. You know, it's just kind of, um, it, to me, it seems kind of, it would make more sense that everyone was opted out. All the schools were opted out. And then if you wanted to do religion, absolutely make it available for people who want to do it. Um, but for those of us who don't, I don't think it should be used. I don't think there should be religion taught in schools full stop. Yeah, yeah and I, it's, it's worth saying at this stage that for many people, religion is the foundation of their lives and they get great support and succor out of, of their beliefs. But it, so it, it clearly is a kind of, a, it's, it, it's a split here in terms of whether it should stay or whether it should be, uh, you know, moved out and, and replaced, I think, by ethics, which will eventually lead to philosophy. Yes, which is so useful. Yeah. Like, philosophy is very useful. Ethics, very useful. You know, kids understanding morals and what it means to be a good person and what it means to be a kind person. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm teaching my kids. And I know religion covers a lot of that. It does. But like most kids, like we're living in a multicultural Irish society now. And I think the schools need to catch up to that um, because there's a lot of pressure unnecessary on the kids who are opting out. You know, they do feel different. They do feel like they stand out of it. Um, but at the same time, I think... The, the weighing that up with, well, am I just going to pretend to be Catholic for the next six years or 10 years? Like, no, of course not. Um, I'm not going to be taking my child to class or to, to mass every Sunday. So, you know, the other thing as well, guys, to understand is like in the 70s in Ireland, was it when the 70s and the Pope came? The place was flooded with people. There were mm. so many Catholics. And then when he came again more recently, like the numbers were probably 20% of what they were. Oh, not yeah. 100%. Do remember looking at that? So like that would give you a gauge of the people who take religion seriously in Ireland now. Like it's about 80% less potentially than it was 30, 50 years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So because I, I remember when Pope John Paul II came mm -hmm. in September 1979, there were one and a quarter million people, which at that, at that stage was over a quarter of the population of the entire country. Hmm. And the last visit of the Pope? Probably 200,000, if that. Right. Yeah. So you're talking like a huge decrease. And that in itself will tell you, okay, there's people who are really committed and there's people who are kind of just doing it because, Vera, my mom and dad want me to have a confirmation or a communion or whatever, you know? Mm. But the, 
the parents want the baby to be baptized because oh god what would happen you know yeah. it's just like i think we we're kind of gone beyond that level of thinking now um a lot of us a lot of my generation like i'm uh, just 40 so my kids are kind of all both under eight so i think there's a lot of parents that would relate to what i'm saying and a lot of parents who are crying out for more educate together schools or more services um for, for people like us, you know, not yeah. just Catholic schools. It just seems wrong that 90% of the schools in the country are Catholic schools. Joy, stay with me because Vanessa Vanessa's on the line. Morning to you, Vanessa. Good morning. Um, you're raising your kids without religion? I am. I am, happily. And what made you make that decision? Um, well, I was raised in the Catholic faith uh, and at 14 I lost my faith Um partially because of how I was treated by the Catholic Church when I came out as bisexual um, and partly just because I wanted a better worldview, to be honest. Um, and so I've been out of faith. I'm now 35. Um, I've been out of the faith for a long time and I want my children to have the best start in life and to understand that your faith doesn't have to define you, uh, that you can define your own morality, um, especially when you look at the history of the morality that's being taught by these faiths. How were you treated when you when you decided to tell people you were bisexual? I was kicked out. Out of? I was out, out of my church. Excommunicated? No, I was just asked not to come back. Wow. And and who, um, without was, naming anybody, who, in, who, to, who said that to you? Um, one of the sisters and one of the fathers. I was brought in for a discussion. Um, I was part of the... Uh, church choir and I was part of uh, I was an altar server and I was brought in with a meeting with one of the priests and the uh, sister and I was asked not to come back because I'd be a bad influence How did you feel? I was 14, I was good absolutely good Um, and yeah I, I for a long time, for about two, three years, I tried to, you know, understand it. I tried different fates. I tried to fit my own worldview into into different fates, and it just didn't work for me. Atheism was the only thing that really made sense um, after a while. So, yeah, I would like my child, um, when he's old enough, to decide for himself whether or not he wants to follow a faith and okay. if that is the case yeah. if that is the case i would like for him to have all of the information instead of being indoctrinated at a very early age into one particular faith and when did that sense of freedom hit you so in other words you were gutted when you were 14 uh, when did you feel that re- release that i have a completely different outlook on life and and my beliefs are my own um i'd say about 17 18 really when I started engaging in the world around me, uh, the wider world around me. Um, I think that was when I really felt okay. And meeting more atheists, meeting more people who had different points of view, instead of just being stuck in a school where you're taught what to believe or you're told what to believe, um, meeting different people of different faiths definitely did help. So if if, if religion is phased out, which it, it, it will be, um, that will mean that so will First Holy Communions and presumably Confirmation. I think, look, I think they should be a personal uh, a personal task. If, if you want your child baptised, if you want your child communi- uh, communicated, if you want them um, to make their confirmation, that should be a private choice made by the household, not forced down someone's throat 
structure the school. Uh, it should be completely separate. This idea of bringing people out of class in order to perform these rituals is basically reinforcing the idea that if you don't follow these rituals, you're different and you're dangerous. Mm. Joy, if if I can just come back to you for a moment. Uh, do do, do the, the, the children ask you about religion and do they do they talk about the fact that other children in the classrooms are, are learning religion? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, first, can I just say, Vanessa, I just am so sorry that that happened to you. That is so awful. And that is exactly the kind of thing that I do not want to happen to my children, which is one of the reasons that they are not also... Um, uh, you know, taking these religious lessons and we've opted out completely um, for those reasons. Because if my daughter grew up and she came out and said, I'm bisexual, mum, and uh, and she was rejected by the church, that would just be, that's heartbreaking to me. So I'm so sorry that happened to you. Um, second of all, just what you said, Garrett, about the kids coming home from school, they do come home, sometimes they're singing Emmy and my youngest daughter comes home and she's singing <laughs> religious songs, which mm. is funny. She, they kind of, it's not reinforced, so it doesn't bother me. What bothers me is like I had to look at their before before we fully decided that they weren't going to do religion. I had a look at the religious books, and they're giving um, textbooks to children, religious textbooks to five year olds that have coloring pages in them with a dead man on the cross, and it's like color in Jesus on the cross. And then draw the picture of his mother, Mary, crying. Like, this is disturbing to me. Like, can you imagine if we move on from this and in the ethics books that we teach, that there's, here's a picture of Bobby Sands um, dead, and can we call her in Bobby Sands and let's do, like, people around him crying. Like, we'd be outraged by that as a society. It seems disgraceful that these books show these images um, and then the kids are coming. My daughter was like, what is that? Why is that man nailed onto a cross? Like, why am I drawing his mo-? Like, this is upsetting to them. Mm. So I don't, I think it's wrong. I think exactly what Vanessa said, indoctrination from a young age. And we are well beyond that as a society. Like, we're smart enough to know now Look, we're living in a country that has lots of different people, lots of different backgrounds. We all know any reasonable person would say there's more than one path to God. And if you really don't believe that, well, then that's your personal decision. Mm-hmm. Vanessa, uh, do you, Vanessa, do you still believe in a God? No. Nothing? No, I don't. No. Um, to be honest with you, uh, because it's not provable, there's... There, you can't prove one way or the other whether there is a God or not. I don't believe there is a God because I think we would have um, seen or heard something from said God. Um, and I think there is much more interesting and important uh, questions that need to be answered that religion or that believing in a God will take away the incentive to answer. And so I would like those questions answered. I would like to focus more on this world, on this life, than worry about what comes after. And I think a lot of people get so hung up on what comes after your death because you're so terrified of your death that you stop living. And I don't want that for me or my son. Yeah. And I noticed that there are, there are very few, in fact, there are no calls coming in to support the other side of the argument this morning so far. But um, and, and can I just say I would, also? I would, can yeah. I can I just say I, I support religion being taught, 
but in an objective way. Uh, what's happening now is, first of all, you have uh, history, geography and science being lumped in as one subject, given three hours a week, which is actually vitally important for students, uh, young students. And then you have religion being taught. Um, an entire term is dedicated to uh, Christianity. And then you have another term that's dedicated to every other religion. So if they were to do it objectively and teach people, these are the beliefs, these are what people understand, people, this is what people uh, need to, to need to believe, then that would be fine. But what they're doing is they're putting a bias on Christianity to say, this is what you're going to understand. And they they teach the entirety of Christianity and then they introduce the other religions. So as if to say to, to children, you don't have to understand the complexities of the other religions. This is the one that we want you to focus on. Mm-hmm. And in, in children's minds, then that creates a bias to say, well, I understand this religion, therefore it must be safe. Right, Vanessa, I'm so sorry you had to go through that experience and I'm sure it still causes you a lot of pain even though it's 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 a few years back now. It was definitely unfortunate. Yeah. It was unfortunate. Well, look, I know... Um, I don't hate religion. I don't no. hate religion and I don't hate um, anyone that believes in religion, that has faith. Um, but yeah, that was my experience. Well, congratulations on Oshin arriving in the world, um, yeah. born last June and that's wonderful news. So uh, I hope he brings you lots of joy and love. Thank you. He does. He's an absolute sweetheart. Great. Great to talk to you. Thank you, Vanessa. Thanks. Joy, just one final question. Did did you have to go to uh, did you have to go through the procedure of getting baptismal certificates, which of course is now no longer needed to get the kids into the primary schools? No, we didn't. Thank God, because they asked us about that, and I was like, "They're not baptized, so don't worry about it." Um, um, yeah, my little devil children inside <laughs> running around the place, influencing all the other ones. Um, no, they no, we didn't have to do that. Thank God. If we'd had to, here's me. Thank God then. Um, so <laughs> this, yeah, I, I know, it, 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 absolutely, yeah. And just as a matter of interest, like Vanessa says, she doesn't believe in anything. Uh, is there something that you? Is there something beyond this life in in, in your heart, in your mind? Absolutely. I mean, my personal belief is that we are all our own gods that are own that we're all connected. That there's kind of a higher consciousness, and we all have a little piece of that in us. Um, but that we're all connected. So, I don't know. I don't necessarily believe in one thing that decides and controls. Absolutely not. I think more the idea of God is the idea of. unification Mm. of people call it whatever you want but it's the idea that we are all connected in some way we all come from the same source whatever that source is so that's my belief but um i i don't know that um that it i i think all religions kind of ascribe to that on a very basic level that we all come from one source but the idea of something deciding good or bad or that they're at the end of your life there's like a tally and you're going to heaven or hell like I, it, that's all rubbish to me and that I think all of that was made up just for the Catholic Church to make money because that's what they would do and be like you know yeah. pay or in you know and then you won't be you know confess your sins all this kind of stuff I don't know I just think that um, that the idea of we all come from love we all we all have that us that in us um, and that is what makes um, human beings connect to each other and that's what we're all craving for is a connection and an understanding and I think we can find it in ourselves as opposed to externally. 
Very well put. Finally, and I'm just curious, in relation to communions and confirmations, mm-hmm. where do you stand on that? Uh, will Will your son <coughs> make his, his, his confirmation? No. No, they won't be doing any of that. Right. Um, they, yeah, no. I think if that's become, that's gotten to the stage now where it's like, it's like uh, commercialized, like the way Easter now. Easter, when we were kids, used to be, you got your Easter egg and that was it. Now it's like full Easter baskets and there's hunts and it's like a whole commercialized thing. Same with Valentine's Day. And I think that, unfortunately, communions and confirmations are falling into that commercialized thing. People taking their daughters to get spray tans. Like, it's just insanity. So, I mean, everyone do whatever you want. I would never do that to my child. But I just think that the the communions and confirmations, again, like mm-hmm. they're part of of our tradition that we just keep doing them over and over again. It's like, well, hang on a second. What is the point of this? Does yeah. anyone actually believe in what we're doing here? Because it seems like we're operating blindly. And um, I think anyone who wants to do it, go for it. But don't make it so that the study has to be done in school and everyone else has to suffer when they don't want to do it. You know? I, I, I'll always recall a story, and I'll leave you with this, and yeah. this is in relation to um, a young girl who was making her first Holy Communion, and they arrived at the hairdressers, herself and her mother, and the hairdresser said to her, she said, what time is the communion? And she said, 11 o'clock. And she said, well, you know, it's 20 to 11. You're going to be late. And she says, oh, we're not going to the church. We're just going to go straight to the hotel. Oh, gee, great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, wow. this, so, Joy, great to talk to you. <laughs> great to talk to you too, Gareth. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joy and Vanessa. Now, a lot of reaction to this. This is a very contentious issue, and it's gathering a lot of momentum and it's growing legs. What are your views on religion being phased out of schools? Uh, John is in Mallow. Good morning to you, John. Hello, good morning, Gareth. Now, you want to keep religion in schools. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Um, no, Gareth, I think you might have got the um, crossed and um, wires crossed there. I'm actually in Cork City, but oh, no, right. my um, thinking on it is I have... Um, Sorry, John, there, there, there was another John actually coming through there. Sorry about that. You, so, okay, no problem. Okay. 
Um, no, I have a child going to an educate together school, and um, a few years ago, I had to pull them in relation to um, the Muslim religion being pushed. And I said to them, um, look, I'm just, I've no problem with you not covering religions, but I said you seem to be pushing the Muslim religion more than any other religion. So, oh, we don't really, we just, we do world religion. I said, well, you have signs up saying that, oh, it's this holiday in the Muslim religion. And I said, you're not doing it for the Catholic religion, so either do it for them all or don't do it at all. Um, they, they didn't really like it, but at the same time, um, I just didn't think it was very fair. Like even at Christmas time, you know, they're not allowed, they don't really put up any decorations in case they offend other kids and everything. I think it's completely over the top, but they're, they're happy enough to take the holidays and stuff. So um, I don't think, like, he's very happy there and they're very nice and everything, but I don't think, um, you know, that's the answer to everything either. That's it. I think Ireland has changed a lot as well. And I mean, I had a daughter in secondary school and she said, again, she knew more about the Muslim religion than the Catholic one because they were learning about it. So times have moved on and, you know, they're not pushing the Catholic religion on everybody in every school. I don't think it's as big a deal as people make it out to be anymore, you know. If, if I remember rightly, I think it's probably about 15 years now since, could be even more, uh, since the first Educate Together school opened. I think it was in Dublin, uh, North Dublin. And if I remember back that far uh the reason one of the one of the reasons was because so many people of other religions as distinct from catholicism didn't want to send their children to primary schools that were run by by the religious you know orders and and the likes of the catholic church but i i would have thought that the, the the whole Muslim religion thing was being played down now because we've got let's let's face it i mean we're 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 multifaceted in our beliefs we we have beliefs about all sorts of things now that we weren't allowed or we were discouraged from believing all those years back well that's it and i mean the thing about us is that's what what my point was that you know i mean you know why aren't you teaching about the catholic beliefs or why aren't you and like to be honest with you a lot of those teachers would have probably come from a lot of that background anyway the same as as I grew up, and now I didn't have a problem with them not not teaching them the Catholic, but don't don't be pushing the Muslim religion on them. Don't be pushing any religion on them. Just you know, keep it separate. Um, but I did think it was a bit, you know, a little bit um, over the top as well when it came to Christmas that decorations were played down. Don't offend any anybody else in the class, and then I, I, you know, I think it's it's a bit over the top as well to be honest with you. And you know, I. I think that that even the lady was saying earlier on about the colouring that you know if if she's worried about the child being exposed to that, so when they, with electronic devices now and stuff, they're exposed to a lot more. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there, there's a lot more out there now to worry about than that than, than that. No, it's just that I I felt that um you know that that the, the modern schools have changed completely in recent years in the way that they do religion in terms of. You know, no one is pressurized to do anything. I don't think anymore. And you know, you'd be you'd be amazed at what what they're learning about other religions now in schools as well. Mm. I, and just out of curiosity, do you think that Catholic schools have changed their views of sexuality issues around you know gay people, well, LGBTQ? Didn't the Pope come out recently and say, I'm, I'm stand corrected in this now, but did he not come out recently and say that we've got to accept everybody in the church, whether they be gay or not? So I think the Catholic yeah. Church is changing their views and, and, their, and their way as well. Um, and I just said to your colleague earlier on that, I just think, I was thinking about this recently, that 
Do you know the way um, when we were, when I was growing up in a way that that you know obviously the Catholic Church had a big impact on everyone, but people were kinder to each other. So I look at you know teenagers now in terms of a lot of them and they, just the respect they have for people. And I don't know whether it was because of of the Catholic Church or was it just a you know, of the time, but people respected each other better and, you know, they, they maybe because of the Catholic Church were kind of, you know, being taught to be kind to people and, you know, that's it, but we seem to have lost our way somewhere along the way and I wonder, has any of that got to do with people no longer practicing religion or practicing Catholic religion? Or would that not, be more, to, would that not be more to do with parenting? parenting? Okay. Could be. <laughs> That's a whole new kettle of fish, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. And the, the different styles of parenting now compared to years ago and what you can say and not say and everything. It's a whole new. But yeah, I, 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 I take your point. But yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting um, how th- times are changing anyway, Gareth. Yeah. And do you think the Catholic Church will completely disappear eventually? Um, yes, because I don't think the priests are, are going into it. Um, they're, they're not getting the priests. They're actually, they're, they're in, the, in the next couple of years, they're going to struggle. Um, even to get priests for weddings and stuff like that, it's all it's all changing, and and there's some lovely um, Catholic priests around. Like everything, there's, there's good and bad and everything, but I think it will because there's just nobody going into it. Okay. All right, Gareth. Nice to chat to you, John. Thank, Thank you. you. That's Thank John uh, from Cork City. Uh, is John John is in Mallow? No, uh, is Mary there? Hello, John. Yes, how are you? Good morning, at last. How are you? You're not too bad. Listen, I'll tell you, what I'm ringing in about there is um, the amount of uh, flack that the Catholic Church is taking from the media, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the Catholic Church is getting attacked from all sides. How's that? Well, I'll, uh, this morning, right, mm-hmm. in your discussion, right, with that lady, right, the, uh, which, she said, which well, lady, was sorry, to, John, which lady, was this Vanessa or was it Joy? Uh, Vanessa. Vanessa. She said that uh, the amount of people that went to the the last uh, mass of the the Beaver mass in Dublin, right, was down. The reason it was down is that people block booked tickets to go to it purposely, and uh, the, the spaces weren't available. So when they came to go into the thing, half the half the half the spaces were empty because the uh, people blocked the tickets and got away with it. No, the, the, the media didn't didn't yeah. uh, didn't concentrate on that too much, you know. Yeah, just just to re- remind people of what happened. Then that there were a number of of groups that set out to, as it were, prevent people from going exactly. to the Pope. Exactly, to the Pope's that's mass. right. Yeah. And that's uh, the reason that the yeah. figures were down. There was no problem filling all of those seats if uh, if the, the system wasn't interfered with, and if the people that got that done it got away with it. You know. And did you go to the second Pope's Mass, the second Mass? No, I didn't. Right. I couldn't get a ticket. Oh, and you would have gone if you'd got oh, a ticket? Oh, I certainly would have, yeah. Yeah. I free travel, you know, I wouldn't have went. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the second thing I wanted to, 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 to bring about is mm-hmm. that um, redress. Now, if you, if you look at the first round of redress that happened, RT Proud uh, broke on, on the Late Late Show, right? That's... Um, made a whole pile of allegations, right? No, he never backed them up afterwards, but he did make the allegations, right? And he kicked off the first round of redress, right? Right. No, that round of redress cost the Irish taxpayers 1.7, 1.5 billion. 200 million of that was paid to solicitors. Mm-hmm. 
The highest paid solicitor was paid 18.5 million and down along. The next fellow was paid 17 million all the way down, right? And um, the whole thing was kicked off on, 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 on an accusation. The, the, the current round that's going on at the moment, right? Mm. The modern baby's home, right? Again, 900 babies buried in a septic tank in Truman County Carver. Rubbish. Rubbish. Hold on, sorry. Come back to that again, John. What, 900 babies? Uh, buried in a septic tank in Truman County Carver. Yes. That kicked off this round of, of uh, redress. The modern baby homes. And and what was wrong with that? Just a lie. Just, ru- just rubbish. What was rubbish? <laughs> it, it never happened. There isn't 900 and... 30, whatever it is, babies in a septic tank in Truman County Galway. It's not you, a septic how do, but tank. How, how do you know that? I read the, uh, the commission's report on it. They, 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 they put together a commission's report and I read it. And if you look at the commission's report on it, there's a photograph on it, right? Mm-hmm. Of these chambers. On that photograph, there's a piece of a coffin. If two old things, one slipper, right. uh, human bones, and animal bones. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. The only way they could have got into those chambers was they were dug up somewhere else. Right. Right? That's the real story there. And if... I couldn't even tell you where they came from. So you're saying the whole thing was a hoax? The whole thing was a hoax, exactly. And it kicked off this, this uh, modern baby home thing, right? And uh, now the government are setting aside... 800 million, right, mm-hmm. to pay out on, on, on this, this, um, this scandal, right, and um, 800 million isn't going to, isn't going to fix it, because when they started off with the first one, they said it was going to cost 250 million, it's costing 1.5 billion, they're starting off on this one, right? Well, so can I ask, no, can no, I I ask you a question? Second, no, I'll finish the point for you there, right? Yeah. The first round of redress, they were able to take 270 million off the religious orders. Mm-hmm. If you watch what Mr. O'Gorman is doing in Dublin, he's lining up the religious orders again to pay out a huge chunk of this money. Now, the Catholic Church is getting attacked. Trying to, now, the other part of it, right? Well, can I ask they're, you they're, a question? Uh, second, uh, okay, well, I've, the, uh, John, I've let the, you, John, hang on a sec, just one point at a time. I've let you make your yeah. point. But can I just come back to the original question? Yeah. Are, are you therefore surprised that religion is no longer popular or regarded as as important as it was back in the 60s, the 70s, yeah. back as far as uh, you... I'm, I'm, I'm not, no, no, I'm not. You're, you're because, not surprised? No, because I'll tell you why, right? The tax on the Catholic Church, right? Most of them are fake news. What are? Most of them are fake news. I just gave you two examples. They're completely fake news. But you see, what they do is the the, the politicians switch the people into this herd mentality. And they go on and they say, oh, this is terrible, this is terrible, this is terrible. And uh, the people that gain out of it, actually, are the solicitors. And... um, but, but what about the mother and baby homes? Yeah. What are your views there? And I don't want to stray too far from this topic, but I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm interested. You've made a number of points there. That there, there, are, there are mothers who are still looking for their children. Well, I, 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 I'll tell you about that, No, You see, what I'm ringing in about is, what I'm annoyed about, right, right. is I'm a taxpayer. 
And if you ask me, where, where do I feel about 1.5 billion being handed out under the redress, 200 million to solicitors? I'm annoyed about it. And any taxpayer to listen to this program should be annoyed about it. Well, maybe because, uh, yes, but maybe the only way that 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 the victims uh, of, of of these crimes, maybe the only way that the victims well, could uh, actually be compensated of, was of, to actually uh, get in touch with their solicitor. How many? How many? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. No, they're preserved in a nutshell, right? Well, perhaps if they the, approached the, the orders the, on their own, they the, wouldn't the, have the legal system, right? Or yeah. legal system. Is 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 um, running along with all of this because they're gaining millions out of it. So, what are you saying that the religious orders shouldn't be held accountable? Are you there? What I'm saying to you is this. I'm, I'm asking you a question. As, are you as, saying as, that the religious as, orders as shouldn't part, be held as accountable? Part, as part of the attack on the Catholic Church, right? The religious orders are getting drawn into it. Well, it's not an attack on the Catholic Church. As such, the it's, Catholic it's, Church it's, is, is... It's very simple. If uh, the religious orders are being drawn into it, right? And if they're trying to get the religious orders to pay for it, right? Then it's an attack on the Catholic Church. The, Catholic, the religious orders are part of the Church. Okay. Right, John, nice to talk to you. Thank you. Well, we're going to go to news very shortly. I'll give you another 30 seconds if that's okay. Well, you can ring me back afterwards, all right? Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll Bye. try and fit you in. Nice to talk to you. That's John there in uh, Mallow. We've, uh, what have we got? About four minutes to ten. Um, is Mary there? Um, I think Mary might be there. Is Mary there? Uh, hello? Hi, Mary. How are you? Hello. Listen, I'm back. I'm back on a far less... Um, I suppose emotional talk, which is just the teaching of religion in school. Yes, and we did. We kind of veered off there. Yes, um, it, really. I just think that you know the woman there was talking about colouring pictures of Jesus on the cross or whatever. My children went to Catholic schools. They brought home this colouring in their alive old books or whatever. And in fairness, as a parent, it's your job. You put that in context of the time it was in, and you know. Very thankfully, you're also able to say that this, the happy end of the story is that he rose from the dead three days later, which is also, uh, you know, a positive in, in, in the context of that story. But talking about bringing other religions into school and teaching, like, I, do, I definitely don't want my five-year-old daughter coming home from school and knowing that there's women being st- currently being stoned in the name of religion, stoned to death mm. over in countries, that there's people not women not being allowed to go to school, children not being allowed any schooling. You know, people coming to this country, like, their children enjoy ranges of freedom that they could not have in the countries that they're coming from. Mm -hmm. They are coming here. The old adage is, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And that has been the case bending over backwards and changing our beliefs and I heard that lady that you know and she was talking oh I'm not so worried about what what happening in the next life we should concentrate on what's going on the only thing that gets some people through what they have to suffer in this life is Are the belief that there is beliefs? something better yeah that there is something better and that is That's a very so important point. to get everybody yeah. We all just need to get one foot in front of the other every morning and do our best. Yeah. My children that went into religious schools that were very religious, like with actual religious orders running them, yeah. actively with, you know, pre- whatever, like kind of thing, had, a f- had far less formal religion. 
mm-hmm. as part of their education, but came out with the most wonderful values, way of living, way of thinking, way of treating other people, an understanding of other people and okay. compassion for other people that does cannot be got anywhere else and isn't got anywhere else because somebody who's only switching it on or whatever for half an hour and then going back to their own life isn't the same as somebody who has dedicated their lives to living in that way. Okay, Mary, lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Quartz 96 FM.